Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, Sal Capaccio, no Matt Bove tonight, but I do have Matt Perino and John Scott with me here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. All right, guys, so I think maybe we went into the week with wonderment. We got into the week with maybe frustration, if you're thinking from a fan's point of view, even media, not knowing what's going on. But I think ultimately maybe even more confusion than anything else. I don't know if those are the words that you'd like to put on it, but John, I'll start with you. I felt like I was more confused about everything on Tuesday when we left and even on Monday, I'm sorry, on Wednesday when we left and even on Tuesday when we started and we knew Stefan Diggs wasn't there and heard from Sean McDermott. Just nothing adds up, right? Regardless of how many people talk and quote unquote, try to clarify things, just it, it doesn't add up. And I recorded my podcast Earlier today, and, and as we record this here, as the dust has settled, I, I, it's allowed downtime to try to surmise and piece together everything that we've heard from all different people and, and allowed the situation to kind of unfold over three days. And I still have just the root of it is what could possibly be stuck in Stefan Diggs craw so deep and so long that this would still be such a big issue that seemingly once the parties all got together, amplified, boiled over even more, and then somehow it's like you turn the burner off and through the perspective of Sean McDermott, and all of a sudden everything is good. I just, it's, it's peculiar that's probably not the word, not the right word. It just, it just doesn't all add up to me. It, it's a, it's a math formula that you see all these numbers, then you see the answer at the end. And I'm like, I could look at this for the next five weeks before training camp and still not understand how all of this adds up to the end solution here. And that's why, contrary to what Sean McDermott tried to do, I think, on Wednesday, this is still going to be a talking point as we roll into St. John Fisher College or University, excuse me. Partly because we haven't heard from Stefan Diggs yet. Did it add up to you in any way, Matt? This is the Buffalo Bills way. I mean, this is what they do. They try to, like, to their detriment, just cover up everything. The key to freedom is truth. And I think that like they talk about all these healthy, honest conversations, but they don't want to be honest, any of them on on the outside of it all. And I get it. Like you don't owe 
an explanation to anybody. Like Stefan Diggs doesn't owe one. Sean McDermott doesn't owe one. But we saw what happened in the in the aftermath of 13 seconds, right? Like they just were gonna fall. Whoever was in wrong in that moment, they handled it behind closed doors and said, We are not gonna talk about it. And it made it more of a story moving forward because it it like permeates and everybody on social media talks about it. And like Sean McDermott comes out and says, I'm very concerned about Diggs not being here, right? He was kind of led into that question or that answer, whatever. But he then goes on to say, I don't want to get any more into it. So now you've created like all of these extra questions from people that it's going to go off in a million different directions. The Bills are a Super Bowl contender. Every single thing they do makes news. This shouldn't be a revelation to them at this point. And so for him to come out a day later and you, you mentioned it, John, like we've, we've gotten more time to think about it. That to me has been the most annoying part of it is like, I see a lot of stuff out there that, you know, isn't accurate and isn't um, fair. I think that was the word that he used. How, how can you be criticizing fairness when it wasn't really fair of you to kind of open up that door and then slam it and not even give all the details. And this is what actually ended up happening was Stefan Diggs's people exploded, started calling all their people and all this, the rest of the story started coming out and Sean McDermott had to come out the next day. He wasn't scheduled to speak, but he had to come fix the PR nightmare that he caused. Um, and I just, you would think after 13 seconds, this regime that I've been very complimentary of, of would have learned more from it's not always healthy and good and right to keep it all indoors. And it's also, they've, they created this as well because Stefan, I, I heard this question on a national show, not to keep going here, but about, was there any signs of this last year? And there was Stefan Diggs didn't do any media the second half of the season, right? Like that's part of the problem, I think. And you don't have to force him to talk, but everybody else is talking. Von Miller's talking. Josh Allen's talking. Um, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, go down the list. And I guess Von Miller's right. There's just different rules for different players, but keeping it all in house all the time, it leads to these problems. Is it possible though, that Sean McDermott, um, actually thought he didn't excuse Stefan Diggs and Stefan Diggs thought he was excused. And therefore, when it got to the point of Stefan Diggs, people getting upset because Sean said what he said, and Sean had wanted to go back and kind of quell the water, so to speak. Mm. And what I mean by that is I've played this scenario out in my head. I don't know what happened. I really don't. But I keep wondering, how did how did this all happen? And one scenario I can imagine is they had this argument. They had this meeting. Excuse me. It got to a point where Sean said we all felt it was better to get some space and take a break. Well, what does that mean? Right. It means it's, right. it's getting to a point where you got to, you know, kind of get away from each other. Is it possible and he basically told Stefan Diggs, all right, uh, let's, we're done talking here. We need, we need to take a break. Uh, you know, I go get out of here, go take a break. And maybe Stefan Diggs took that as he's excusing him from practice, but Sean just meant you need to go to practice. Like that's the only thing I can think of because once we found out he was there, there was an opportunity to say he was excused, but no one said he was excused until it became a problem from Stefan Diggs side that nobody said it, he was excused. And here is part of the problem that I had in terms of the people that 
came to the podium and spoke from the Bills' behalf. It's not because of my position or our position, but it was one of the most absurd and weak and uneducated takes as anyone, Mitch Morse, Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, Von Miller, to come out and stand in front of a microphone and say, well, I know the media wants to do this and drive this. And there's some inaccuracies out there that I want to clear up. As Matt said, those inaccuracies were strictly coming from the Bills organization and Sean McDermott. Tuesday during practice, as we all are out there, after Adam Schefter reports what the agent said of Stefan Diggs, that's when the Bills simply said Stefan Diggs was there Monday, he came back Tuesday, and then he left. They had an entire day to use the phrase, he was excused on Tuesday, and they didn't do it. And so to me, I'm not going to get into semantics or hypotheticals or conspiracy theories or anything. I'm going to go based off of what the organization and their PR department used as a clarification for what their head coach said. So when their head coach comes out the very next day and says he wants to clarify some misinformation, I'm not here for it. I'm sorry. And then Sean McDermott, when a reporter point blank says, well, I'm sorry, Sean, you kind of caused this. I don't want to put it on you. But when you say at 1145 that he's not there, that's what kind of caused it. And his response is, well, you've been in press conferences. You kind of know what I mean. Well, Sean, you've been in press conferences, so you know what you say is go- and how it's going to be taken. So to me, I'm not here to place judgment or whatever, but this whole idea of Von Miller just spewing for seven minutes how the media is saying one thing, but he doesn't even know what they're talking about, <laughs> and Josh Allen saying that the media wants a bigger deal out of this, but your head coach, as Joe Biscaglia pointed out, said two hours earlier – that he's very concerned. This isn't adding up. And to Matt's point, if you want to keep everything behind closed doors, and I completely appreciate and respect that, you just mucked it up. You tried to toe the line and you screwed it up and don't pin it on the media. Just own it and say, all right, we it was a tough situation. We kind of didn't present it the way it needed to be and it was complicated but at the end of the day we've talked it over for two three days now and we're good that's to me how it should have been handled but this narrative from the organization that we collectively in the outside world was presenting it wrong is just completely ridiculous did and sean mcdermott did not answer specifically he he declined comment on who was involved in this meeting the message that went out from Adam Schefter, which came from Adisa Bakari, who is Stefan Diggs' agent, said he had met with head coach and the GM, correct? Am I right about that? That's what it said in that, in that particular tweet. Mm-hmm. When Sean talked about it, he said, we all, he used the word all, we all felt it was time to take a break and get some space. That tells me there's more than two people in that meeting, which also leads me to wonder, was it? a Sean McDermott versus Stefan Diggs type of meeting or was Sean McDermott 
a mediator in a meeting? Was it a collective people that were kind of going at it? I'm still unclear on all that, to be quite honest with you, Matt. Like, I don't know anything about that. So now we talk about the wording <laughs> and the phrasing of what happened, but we still have a lot of questions surrounding the, the details of even what happened leading up to that, the clarification, the wording, and then the clarification. I think the most clear, like, detail that we got from any party in all of this was when Josh said this was an organizational failure in terms of communication where they just weren't doing it in the right way. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but that was about the quote. And to me, I think that kind of goes back to the end of the season. I said this on my show two days in a row. I think Brandon Bean's philosophy and approach to the offseason, letting guys get away from it, things, reset, is actually really healthy. It's a good, you know, NFL seasons are a grind. They're grueling. Yeah. Like, you you want to, when you can get away from it, you need to reset, especially with how last season ended and how fiery and pissed off Stefan Diggs was in that last game on the sidelines and then running out of the, of the locker room into the tunnel, having to be brought back. I get that. But you let it cook too long, I think. And this stewed and it brewed and it got worse and it got worse. Then he shows up. Guys, I, I don't think we've talked enough about this this offseason. Stefan Diggs and Chad Hall were very, very close. Who knows if this what that wasn't a piece of this? And maybe he came back with a litany of things. His wanting answers for why things went the way they did at the end of last season. All right, what did you do in terms of a deep dive to figure out a way to be better? Next season, um, Diggs' trainer, Myron Flowers, talked to Henry McKenna from NFL uh, on Fox, and he said, um, the level of frustration and not knowing, I think it'd be good that Diggs is there and they open up a conversation on what the plan is. What did you guys find after evaluating last season to figure out what we need to do? What do I need to do? As in like Diggs. Flowers trained with him on Sunday and then he went to Buffalo. So I think... He's still sitting there thinking like, okay, like, what are we doing differently? I want to know. I want to be invested. Josh Allen mentioned Diggs is an all-in, 100% kind of guy. Once he's all the way in, it's it's golden. And I yep. think that he came back maybe wanting to feel like he can get all the way back to 100, and maybe things went off course in that meeting. All right, so this brings us back to the heart of the matter. Let's talk about that. 